2: What's going on, travelers? Thank you for tuning into the uh, the twelfth, twelfth, right? Yeah, twelfth yep. episode of the Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host Dalton, and with me today is Pharaoh. Yo, yo, yo! What's up? How uh, how are you doing? I mean,
1: I'm doing good. I know you're doing a lot better than me after all those pulls. So
2: yes, yes. So I am. I just. I know we were just talking, but I. I'm still in disbelief that I got... I wasn't sure going in that I was going to get C2 Edo, let alone that quick.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: I definitely thought I... I didn't expect to have, like, 30 pulls to spare after getting... Like, I knew I was going to get C1 Edo, but I never thought that I'd get C2 Edo and have, like, leftover Primo gems. Yeah. And I did get super lucky with my four-star pulls as well. Where I only pulled Chongyun once. That was a miracle. I don't know how you pulled that one off. I don't know. And on top of it, I finally got Mona, which, like, <laughs> sent me off my chair damn near. Yeah.
1: Were you more excited for the for C2 Ito, or were you more excited for Mona? I was more excited for Mona. <laughs> I, I suppose it makes sense, right? Because, like, you know Ito's coming, right? You have a you know huge chance to get him. And then you have a guarantee to get him. With Mona, it's straight up just luck. You will pretty much never have a guarantee to get her, right?
2: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I suppose
1: she is the harder out of the bunch to get there.
2: It was like a few weeks ago, I was thinking to myself, oh, this is something... It's kind of like shiny hunting in Pokemon. I feel like I bring up Pokemon a lot in this podcast. Well, and Pokemon is no-
1: amazing, so...
2: Right, correct. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. just there are times where like I'll shiny hunt in Pokemon mm-hmm. and I'll be, and I'll think to myself, I could potentially never get this shiny. It's all just RNG. Yep. I know what my odds are. Mm-hmm. Will I probably get it like way sooner than, than later. Yeah. But like the possibility is there that I could potentially just like not get this shiny. It's the same way. Yeah. With, true. especially with the base five stars in the game. And I know we've, I think we've touched on this a couple times where at least I feel like they need to somehow work, even if they cycle the five, the base five stars into the standard banner mm-hmm. and do a pity that way, I don't know. They got to do something, but it was the same way, right? Like, just the other week, I was thinking to myself, like, wow, I could probably play for a very long time, mm-hmm. probably until they close servers and probably still not get Mona.
1: Yeah, you I mean, you could. That is always the potential,
2: so... I think in that moment, I was just kind of like, I make jokes all the time. Oh, I'm going to pull Chi Chi. Oh, I'm going to pull Chi Chi. But like in the back of my mind, I know, like, I if I get her, I get her. I'm not going to be upset if I don't get her mm-hmm. because I'm definitely not going to just like start spending money just to try to get Mona. Like, that'd be ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Especially for that character specifically. So,
2: right. And so, but yeah. To, like, just think about that, like, a couple weeks ago, and then finally pull her. And, like, I saw her silhouette, and I just knew. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, you see the hat, right? The yeah, hat's the a dead giveaway.
2: <laughs> and and it, was, it was more like, oh, it's a five-star, and it's a silhouette I've never seen before. And then it just clicked. And I was right. just like, oh, dang, I got Mona.
1: It is pretty awesome, because it's like you really did, like, right before... I want to say maybe it was like no 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 actually it was it was the next poll i think cuz we were talking about Ito right after you pulled him right which was guaranteed so we, we knew it was going to be him and then you did a we we were talking about you know who you would get next cuz it's only the 50-50 and you said well i really hope it's Mona and then sure enough i think it was that next 10 poll it was Mona that popped up so i mean You literally just kind of made it happen. You should go buy a lottery ticket.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, I should. Uh, So I actually have the... Oh, the timeline? Yeah, I have the polls right here. Now, granted, I have to go through, like, ten pages.
1: Yeah, just so everyone knows, he he did uh, just about 100 polls total. Got three five-stars, and then I think, like, what was it, like, five no four Gorus, and then
2: i got i got three three goros the goros cuz i already had him at c1 and i got him at c4 now and then how many cookies i got one i got four cookies so i have her at c3 okay. but i need one more yeah yeah so you are actually absolutely right mm-hmm I probably had like the worst pull of the of the uh of the whole session and I got the bell. Yeah, that was pretty bad. In one pull, I got Ito, Goro and Ning Wong all in one pull. Mm-hmm. And then yes, right after that pull was Mona. There you go. Crazy. And then oh yeah. And then it was how many pulls until I got Ito and won my fifty fifty? Oh no, I didn't win fifty fifty. Yeah, thirty or forty pulls, and then I had like another thirty to go. So
1: Yeah. Super solid. Um
2: That I'm was all my go. luck. That yeah. it's all gone.
1: It's yeah, it's all so. it's all downhill from there, that's for sure. You are not gonna be blessed with the
2: good luck again for a while, I think. No. No. Yeah, I've I've had I feel like I've had decent luck in Genshin overall, but not that good.
1: Exactly. That's when you get. That's when you get a little scared, and you're like, "Oh God, what's, what's coming next now?" Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I I do plan on saving for the new Archon and mm-hmm. just kind of chilling out. I at this point I feel like I I guess I could pull for like Kazuha or Yomiya if they get reruns or uh clee, but at this point I'm at such a deficit for primos without spending money that I might as well just start saving.
1: Yeah, I would I would just start saving if I were you.
2: And I don't consider myself a whale, but then again, like I don't know what like what whaling would be like look like. You're not a whale. But you're at I best, figured
1: you're at best like a a decently sized sea bass. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't even think I don't even think you're a dolphin. Like
2: well, uh, I mean, I think I am a dolphin.
1: You think how much? How much around? How much have you spent? Do you think total?
2: So, uh, just in crystals or like total? Because like, are we counting battle pass? Are we counting? Let's just Welkin? say
1: crystals, because I think we all probably get like as just general spenders. I think everyone gets the battle pass and
2: uh, welcome. Mi- total, maybe like three hundred. 400
1: yeah dude that's like light sea bass i'd say
2: dang light sea bass yeah
1: day. i'm 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 up i would consider myself like a tiny dolphin and i i've probably spent i don't remember somewhere between 1500 to 2k probably yeah but i have a buddy of mine who, it's so funny sorry to take up time with this but it's it's fairly short but um, he wails on every single game that we play. I, I like I've been friends with him for like ten years. We've podcasted together and all this kind of stuff, and um, he's a great guy. But you know, he he uh, picks up every single game, every single gotcha game that we all go in on. He drops thousands upon thousands of dollars within the first thirty days, and then just yeah. fails on the game. But yeah, with Genshin, he dropped I, I want to say probably like seven or eight thousand. Enough within within the, probably the first, I want to say forty five days or so, maybe two months. He mm-hmm. he dropped so much that customer service contacted him and had like he had like a direct connection with them. No uh, way. Yeah, it's not uncommon for for gotcha games to do that at all. So especially whenever they're starting out, they'll go and talk to their whales and they'll have like special whale like discords and stuff like that where they can get direct mm-hmm. feedback from them. It's actually It's actually useful, um, just because, you know, like, they are the ones playing the game the most, and usually a lot of them are advocating for, like, free-to-play spenders and stuff like that, because they just want the game to succeed, so.
2: Right, yeah, and I, I know, like, I've seen a lot of, at least other content creators will do whale accounts, and then they'll, like, literally finish it, and, you know, they're streaming and making videos, so they're constantly playing on these accounts, and they obviously finish all the content super quick and then they're like well what do i do now like what do i do now oh free to play and then they'll just do like a free to play account yeah and so yeah i can see how that kind of how that works out
1: yeah i think i think he probably had uh like max constellations on almost every character dang yeah
2: that's that's crazy yeah
1: now that's that's a whale not a giga whale but it's a whale
2: so yeah i mean i guess i am a light sea bass then i i mean the, i guess if i was a dolphin i'd probably at the very least like try to c6 a character that i really really wanted
1: yeah that's the thing i don't even really like it's hard for me to even consider myself a dolphin because i i have no five stars above c2 you know what i mean mm-hmm. but, but i i've dropped money but it's really just mostly to get a lot of five stars um and only to start leveling up like a couple
2: with constellations but yeah i think i've spent 60 on ganyu mm-hmm. and that was because i knew that i was guaranteed to get her so that's why i spent the 60 and i really wanted her mm-hmm. so yeah i mean that, I that that's a solid investment that.
1: right there too like because she's a great character right. you know she's meta so yeah but this All time, right. this time i just want to say you are going to be finishing up now that you have ito you are gonna for sure um, go all the way in the abyss.
2: Yes, that that is. Uh, I've I've been struggling to get like to get the third star. Mm-hmm. It's it's that first chamber, at least this run. And I hear that like this run from multiple people that this run was easier than the last. Definitely. But yeah, it's it's got to just be my artifacts because I think my problem was I I never just built one team. Right. I built like four characters, and then I was just like. Oh, I really like this character too. Build them, and it was never like a. You don't go
1: comp, you go character. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I know it's bad. At uh, least it's like, not. Bad. It's not
1: bad. It, that's the fun way to play, right? Like, you know, yeah. min-maxing is the comp side of things, but you know, it it is. You know, it is what it is. Everyone needs to find the joy to play uh, in this game. Yeah.
2: All right. So with that, we have some smaller bits of news honestly it's really small stuff yeah Uh, we're just dying for
1: the the live stream at this point basically
2: yeah and i'm i'm thinking that you know i keep saying like every friday (laughs) oh we're we're gonna get it we're gonna get it (laughs) but at this point we are like two weeks out yeah i think
1: i think it actually does have to come soon so yeah. I feel pretty confident saying that by next pod we will we will have some two point eight info.
2: Uh so we have a review reading. We'll start off with that. We'll go into the news, we'll have a quick break, and then probably just cover the mud event, and then we'll do Wish of the Week before we end the show. Yep. So uh this review reading was from that Randman. <laughs> uh Ranman is in our Discord, and I feel super sorry, Randman, because I, I put the show notes together like right after we're done recording the first like the current episode Mm -hmm. and i had this in there and there's a screenshot of the review so it was nice and like very very apparent like in the show notes and somehow i just forgot to mention it i'm so sorry (laughs)
1: i'm sure he's okay
2: yeah no he's not gonna be mad he hasn't even said anything all right fun and informative is the title of the review he said an excellent weekly update on all things revolving around the world of genshin impact including story lore and character discussions Highly recommended for new and old players alike for an entertaining update every week with a thumbs up emoji. Thank you very much for that awesome review. Uh, awesome five-star review. Heck yeah. And uh I appreciate you and uh, coming into our Discord as well and uh, contributing.
1: What's the Discord um, link, by the way?
2: It's in the episode description. Okay. I literally... I haven't changed... You can't change unless you Nitro Boost, right? Or no, you like can that.
1: make a Discord.me. We got to do that for the <laughs> for the Discord. I can't believe I haven't told you to do that yet. Actually, <laughs> I'll, I'll, oh wow, I'll sh- yeah, I'll show oh, you man. how to do it. Yeah, I'll show you how to do it uh, after this.
2: Yeah, so that that would be great. It, it like Discord uh, slash capital J lowercase K. Uh, blah blah blah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Uh, But thank you for that review. If you guys want your review read aloud, obviously you have to go into Apple Podcasts because I'm pretty sure they're like one of the only podcasting platforms that allows for like written reviews.
1: Yeah, I think there's one other, but it's like, it's a tiny platform. So yeah. Gotcha.
2: You can uh, go ahead, submit a review, tell us how you like the show, what you like about it, what you hate about it, how your experiences in Genshin so far, if you wanted to share a short story, whatever you want, really, uh, and we'll read it on the show. On to the news. First bit of news, and uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you about this because I know oh, we God. have like a, thi- a thing going on. <laughs> we have a new web event yeah. for Genshin Impact, <laughs> Echoes of the Chasm. The Genshin Impact, the Chasm original soundtrack album is now available. This is the first time they did this, I think. They tied a web event into an original soundtrack that was released. So this is off of Hoyo Lab. You can find this off of the Genshin Impact Officials Hoyo Lab account. It's still going on. It'll be live for another five days as of this recording on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you can click the link in the post to enjoy the soundtracks and win gems. You'll also get an event-exclusive avatar frame and other rewards. So like I said, this event duration goes from the 23rd ...of this month and will run until about the 30th at midnight, or it would be like 11.59. Uh, To participate, you need to head over to the page. Click the link to play at least three tracks in the album. And then click Share to win Prima Gems at the bottom of the current page. And choose a social media platform to share it to your personal social media homepage. Uh, Please note that your personal social media homepage is required to be made public... Uh, Among travelers who have listened to the soundtracks and successfully shared the event, 2 million winners will be randomly selected and gifted with 40 Prima Gems and an event-exclusive Hoyo Lab avatar frame. Uh, They will inform the winners with the redemption codes for the Prima Gems via Hoyo Lab forms within 7 days after the event ends. The winners can redeem the received codes on Genshin Impact's official website or in-game. They will expire after three days, so don't forget to claim your rewards in time. Uh, There are some rules. Uh, You are allowed to participate multiple times in this event, but you can only win once. The rewards will not be stacked. Given the larger number of winners, the list of winners will not be announced this time. Uh, So just make sure to check the lucky draw results via system messages in Hoya Lab before July 7th. Uh, the redemption codes for Prima Gems are valid July 3rd midnight through July 6th 11:59. Uh, Winners who miss the deadline will be deemed to have forfeited their rewards. <laughs> After sharing the event to your personal social personal social media homepage, tagging content that violates laws, regulations, or community rules along the shared post is prohibited. So, watch out for that if you be posting leaks. Definitely. Um, I hope this doesn't count towards your three web events. This that you were trying. This does not, for sure. Okay, good because I'm very curious to see the. I would be very curious to see the difference in the participation between this and a regular web event. Uh, because not, even like the regular. Good. No, it can't be because. Even, like, the regular web events that would only give you, like, 20 or 40 Prima Gems, I would do. Not because I wanted the Prima Gems. I mean, I would do it for the Prima Gems, but even after getting the Prima Gems, I would still do it for, like, even the smaller rewards just because they're easy, they're quirky, and they're fun. Right. And this is just, like, at least the previous web events, the rewards are almost guaranteed. You're guaranteed the rewards.
1: Right. And this one, you're not.
2: Right. And not only that, if you don't know, a lot of the Hoyo Lab avatar frames aren't even permanent.
1: Oh, I didn't even know that. That makes it worse.
2: If you win this avatar frame, a lot of posts that I've seen that are like in Hoyo Lab events, the avatar frames like last 30 days.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Not worth it at all.
2: But now, like, I don't know if this one is, they don't mention that. Mm-hmm. So I could imagine that if people don't know about this and they just end up winning because usually if you go on like any Hoyo Lab uh like event that's happening right now, it mm-hmm. it'll say oh this this will last like 30 days or whatever. So I don't I don't know how this one's going to work. Right um okay so here right here when they had the version 2.7 hidden dreams in the depth strategy guide contest they had rewards actually honestly pretty good rewards i don't know i just don't i just don't support
1: this yeah i mean it needs to be better content we need to hold them to a higher standard but i imagine and i said this before like I, i think a lot of the events both in and out of game are particularly weak right now because I think they're just all hands on deck for prepping for the um the next big 3. update, 0. yeah. So I I'm going to I'm going to throw the blame on that and I hope that is actually the case. So it's an excuse, but you know, it is what it is.
2: Yeah. And and you know, it's it's cool. Like I'm not usually one to complain and be like oh, really, only 40 Prima Gems, but I don't know. Uh, One of the things that I loved about Genshin was I would just play, and then I remember, like, playing my first web event and being like, oh, this is, like, really cool. Like, it's something that is, like, it still has to do with the game. It gives me rewards for the game, but it's not the game. It was, like, a nice break, and this I just feel like is, like, I... I pay money on Spotify. I'll just listen to the music.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Uh, It's it's a week, it's a week, week, week event for sure. Like not, not great.
2: If you guys are interested, you guys can check out the original soundtrack. I haven't checked it out yet. I'm sure it's great. All music Um, in
1: Genshin is fantastic. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Very well done. And it probably has something to do with just their Hoyo Mix brand, which is literally just like, a brand for Hoyo versus music yeah, and having like a dedicated team for that. But check it out. If you're interested in it, you could win 40 Prima gems at the very least. So there's also event wallpapers from this web event that are available. I thought this was just uh, something to mention again, go to Genshin impact officials, Hoyo lab account. You can uh, check out these wallpapers. They're okay. They're like hand drawn. It looks like, yeah, I think they're like storyboard mockups or something like that that were colored in. Yep. Yeah, they're they're really cool. I really like the one with the mushroom and one with the uh with the crystal the pillar. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But they look pretty cool. Check them out. Uh they look like wallpapers for like a phone where like I know like previous wallpapers were more like for like desktops and stuff. Yeah. Uh I'm um, I i do not really feel like this is news, but I'm going to say it anyway. Paimon's paintings. <laughs> do they add these to the game?
1: Um, they I think they do because they all look like that. All the ones in games are like the same exact styling, right? So it would be yeah weird for them to create them and then not use them. So true.
2: So Paimon's paintings. If you don't know, they're it's just like a word for their new emojis, and they just say that Paimon paints them. Um, so this is series fifteen, and these emojis are available now. On Hoyo Lab, it, like I said, doesn't say that they're going to be available anytime soon in, in Genshin Impact, but I'm pretty sure they will be. Yeah. Uh, they have Yolan, Ito. They have three kooky uh, emojis, two of Chao and three of Yanfei. Um, the kooky one, I will say, if you're an anime fan and you watch Spy Family, that is... Face that uh, Anya is, like, very well known for with, mm-hmm. like, her eyes being, like, blank but, like, wide open. Right. Like, a very surprised look. They have a kooky emoji for that, so. Yeah. And an Ito one, now that I'm looking at it. All
1: of Itos are awesome. That's basically what everyone needs to know. I
2: I a lot of these
1: are, like, very smug. where Or, like, annoyed or... Yeah. I mean, two of the characters specifically, I mean, like... Um, chow and uh what's her name Yelan. Yelan. yeah that, that's just like their only attitude <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yenfei pretty pretty close up there too on that attitude she's she's a little bit of a know-it-all yeah you're
2: right yeah look at her pointing
1: yeah yeah she knows what's up yeah there's only one where she she has a question mark and she's probably just wondering like what the hell are you doing because she's probably annoyed with you.
2: <laughs> Check those out. Those are cool. Hopefully we see them in-game soon. And then I'll save... Uh, this probably the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the Collected... Collected... Miscell- miscellany? I want to say that's how you pronounce that. Uh, it's really just like a... a like a four-minute video covering uh, Kuki Shinobu's... Some of her like combat techniques and it's really just like a really cool lore trailer yeah did you watch this
1: um so I watched it on two times speed so yes I did
2: okay yeah so I mean it, it is pretty cool it was made up of mostly like in-game uh, c- uh like cinematics or in in-game gameplay pretty much yeah um, but it did give some pretty cool lore on kookie and it, it wasn't boring I would say that it, like I appreciated that at least.
1: Yeah, it wasn't... I'm Like, the parts that didn't have... There was a good amount of stuff that did have to do with her combat and everything, and that part was, like... I guess it's useful for, for people that haven't played around with her, but for me, I, I found that part kind of boring. But luckily, there was some lore tidbits in there. R- real quick, before we go to break, though, what do you think... Like, have you look? I know you just got Kuki, so you haven't really played around with her, but, like, have you kind of heard a bit about her? Have you been looking her up a little bit on... On how she plays, like, and how good she actually is versus what we thought.
2: Yeah, so I've heard mixed things. Mm -hmm. I see a lot, like, on social media, I see, like, everybody tends to like her. Um, I remember seeing a poll where, and most people said that she was, like, a a solid S-tier character. But then, on the contrary, I hear, oh, well her damage kind of sucks. Yeah. And like, as a dedicated healer, it's, it's kind of hard. Now I did see that like she had a passive or maybe like a constellation or talent that, Mm -hmm. uh, keeps her from dying. Oh, it was in the, it was literally in the, in the, that trailer that we just got done talking about. Yeah. There, it talks about how, yeah.
1: Yeah. There, there was one. I, I don't remember the specifics on how it works. Just because I've mostly
2: been... I know Kuki's healing scales off of her max HP. Right. And the lower her current HP is, the better that she heals. Yes. But then she has, like, I think it's a constellation that stops her... Keeps her
1: from taking fatal damage, yeah.
2: Correct. So it's almost like you're... It's like a buffer to help maximize the heals. So i guess like as a healer she's
1: great but yeah well she's not she's not like fantastic like so how i would describe her is like on her healing she's like good Good goodish healing um i would i would put it like that but even if you scale her super high with hp um she's still probably in the goodish healing territory Um, she's definitely very good for applications, like, especially whenever you get her higher up, uh, in the constellations. I think it was, I don't remember. I think it was four, I think was the one where you get the extra proc, um, uh, on certain attacks where you get an extra, an extra bit of damage, right? Something like that. Well, it's actually more useful, not for the damage part, but actually for the extra application that you get, um, of Electro that comes with it. So that plus the increased time to the 15, so that it's always kind of up. Um, you can actually get tons of um, electro applications off of it. So that's that's like really nice. That's the really nice part of her. Um, and then combined with the healing makes her good. People are hating on her a bit more than she deserves, I think, from at least from what I've seen. Um, people are just kind of, I think the general vibe, and keep in mind this is from Reddit, so um, is that she's underwhelming. Um, based on what I've seen from, cause I, I don't personally don't have her cause I'm too afraid to pull on the Edo banner with everything coming up. So, but based on everything that I've seen, I think that she's probably like B tier, B maybe a tier. Um, but yeah, because she's got really good application. Like I said, um, she's got the heels, which are, are good, de- good to decent or decent to good rather, but yeah, damage, terrible. Alt is basically worthless um, there's a lot of build into EM with her that really doesn't make a lot of sense right now at least um, so I don't know it, it is kind of what it is but unless unless there's something big coming with uh, I heard a like a theory basically with the Dendro character coming out um, maybe he synergizes particularly well with her because it's just odd that her kit goes so much into EM so, yeah, we'll have to see what happens, but uh, she could be very, you know, she could be an interesting character that they're kind of setting up to be more of a success later on. But right now, I'd probably put her in B to A tier, just for anyone gotcha. that's wondering. Yeah,
2: yeah, like you said, I haven't had any real chance to use her yet, and from, I think about, like, okay, so... I mean, like her damage from what I hear is garbage. So, yes, so
1: damage is garbage, absolute garbage.
2: So her burst is pretty much useless.
1: Yes, that's the problem right now. Is that her burst is basically useless?
2: And then, so, and if she's like healing, then you don't need her, uh, normal attack. So you're you really only need to like crown her, her skill, which is the attack that's going to help heal. Right. But then, like, you have Bennett who. I think that, like, the only thing that Kuki really has going for, as far as healing-wise, is the application of Electro yeah. at the same time, but then also that the heal follows you.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is the nice part. And, and I would say the other part is that it, it can have a constant, um, it has constant uptime, right? If you get the Constellation to extend the duration. So, like, those two things definitely, that, that's why I think, like, they elevate her from, from what a lot of people are generally rating her a lot lower for. I think that those things definitely redeem her a good bit. So, and not to mention like, you know, there's, there's things with like, you know, internal cool, internal cooldowns and stuff like that, whenever it comes to reactions. And she seems to work like really well off that. um, And having like much shorter times. So yeah, like I would say that she overall, like, yeah, I would put her like, I think even now that I'm talking about her, I think it put her at A tier even. Because that uptime being a hundred percent is really, really handy.
2: Yeah, and I don't think there's many healers that have a heal that actually follows you around.
1: Uh, so you got Barbara, right? That's one. That's probably the closest one for one with this ability, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, oh,
2: yeah, you're right. Because it kind of upticks, but but her uptick is like really small compared to. Yeah. Um, Unless mine's just built really bad, but I find that hard to believe because I'm pretty sure her (laughs) scales off of uh, max HP or something, right?
1: Yeah, she's, I don't remember, i would never used Barbara, I haven't used Barbara in so long, right? But um, yeah, I mean, I remember her heal being good, it was just slow on the tick, and um, the application, obviously, the the range on the application is not nearly as high as you get with Kooky, right? Because it extends out whenever it procs. So, so yeah, but I think overall her heel probably heals for a good bit more whenever you have her, uh, like if both are built correctly, I think Barbara would be healing for a good
2: bit more on each tick. Who's your favorite healer so far?
1: I mean, Benny boy is my favorite
2: healer just because yeah.
1: he's, he's good at everything.
2: <laughs> uh, so I, I would say my favorite is Jean.
1: You know, I have a C... I want to say C3 or C4 gene. I used her for the longest time. But, I mean, eh, I
2: don't know. She's good. What I like about Bennett is the pyro application. Mm -hmm. The heal is... The heal uptick is great because it's like three ticks and then you're basically at like 80% yeah or whatever it is but then it gets cut off there and you have to stay inside the AOE
1: yeah but it's not just like I guess I like him the most not for his exclusively his healing capabilities but for the gigantic damage bonus that comes along with being inside of that circle
2: right right
1: um but yeah like if we're talking just exclusive healing capabilities then it's definitely not Bennett like I would say I mean Coco is probably the, the best healer in the game
2: i would say how does hers work because i have her but i've never used her
1: uh well i actually i don't have her either uh but my understanding is that she has the little jellyfish right and the jellyfish passive heals i don't remember if it's the active character or the whole party but it's one of the two and her ratios are really high if i remember correctly so yeah i don't I don't, I don't remember the specifics about her, though, because that wasn't one I was going to. I regret not pulling on her because just like I think Kuki might be, like, people really didn't understand how to use her well, and she had better, like, meta combinations that came later on. Because um, now she's actually a very good character, when before, whenever she came out, she was not rated very high, and a lot of people passed on her. Um, but yeah, so she would. She's probably the best whenever it comes to like ratios and speed and efficiency of healing. Probably secondary would be Barbara or Jean, just because Jean you have the like. Doesn't matter who's active, right? You got the full heal while you're inside of it, and I think yeah. on one of her constellations you get damage reduction and stuff like that as well. Um, so there's that. But I I think Barbara is probably second or third, I guess, on the list because. She's just straight up super heals, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like a
2: dedicated healer, like yeah, absolutely. That's pretty much all she should do. But I've seen crazy like DPS barbers too. So
1: oh yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, you get those fun builds that come around every once in a while from people just you know like eating everything that they can to possibly increase her damage, going into a boss and then nuking it with everything perfectly done, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think Barbara's actually pretty fun, just because I really like the heal on on attack aspect of her, whenever she has her mm-hmm. uh, skill up. Um, yep. You know, you can heal up your whole team on just attacking, so I, I think that part's fun.
2: Yeah, I, so I, I would agree with you there, especially when you're going up against like a a world boss or an open world boss that's like pyro-related, because mm-hmm. you're going to do extra damage because of the vape, but then also heal. So I agree with you there. I just think that I think Jean's my favorite only because like I, as long as Jean's alive and I get that burst off, mm-hmm. my, like I don't have to worry anymore. Where like yeah. with Bennett, you have to cycle through every character. Yeah, and but you're on a time limit, so if you're low on a like on multiple characters, you're you're not getting like the full use out of Bennett because you're the buff is then like wasted because you're just trying to keep them alive.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like. Um... For me, with it's not enough in my opinion to just have heals in this meta. If you're trying to min max comps, is the issue. So like mm-hmm. a straight up dedicated healer isn't great unless they can apply, you know, really good applications. Which is like I, I believe Coco does that. Like so she applies hydro applications really well. Um, Barbara, you need to you can have her as a passive heal, but. You have to be really close, and I believe her ticks are low. Whenever it comes to getting that hydro off on the persistent ability, and so like that, she's like not really ideal. She's not used in any meta comps or anything. Um, and then with Jean, although you're right, like the ult is awesome, um, it doesn't have like the wind shred that some other characters do have. So, you know, whenever you compare them to those characters, it's, I don't know, it just doesn't seem as great all of a sudden, I suppose. But it also comes up to, like, you know, how's your play style? Do you prefer shields rather than heals and stuff like that? Because, you know, lots of people go for shields and no healers nowadays. You know? So.
2: Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for Bennett... Mm-hmm. giving the buff, I probably wouldn't use him. Yeah. And probably would use a, like another Geo or like a shield character, like Diona or something.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think straight up, Bennett is the best character in the game, hands down.
2: <laughs> in the game? In the, in
1: the game. I actually would say that uh, I would be shocked if any high-level player said anything other than that he's so incredibly useful and his damage boost is so insane that it doesn't really like he's literally like the end all be all he goes into every single comp he's a high pull character um you know he's fairly easy to uh you know get up in the constellations uh, because he's one of the original characters so i don't know like that's i feel like that's fairly typical actually is, is he's kind of known to be like the best of the best.
2: So why in a support
1: capacity, by the way, not damage, but support capacity. Oh right,
2: yeah. Yeah. So while we're on that topic of talking about like a mm-hmm. uh, Bennett and how he's great and all that, uh tell our listeners why they should be very careful when they go to C six Bennett. Oh,
1: well, yeah. So with C6 Bennett, you have a conversion of fire damage. It's the same issue that you have with uh, Chung Yun. um, Is that it it turns, whenever you're in his AOE, it turns into cryo damage. Well, with with Bennett, it'll turn uh, all the damage that you deal out into um, pyro damage. So, uh, especially for reactions and things like that, it can be really problematic. uh, You know, certain immunity for enemies that you're dealing with, all that kind of stuff it can become a hindrance all of a sudden. So uh, many people, including myself, prefer to actually not use the the uh, Constellation on that. I, I have the Constellation to pick that. I have not um, actually uh, activated it. And I, I don't think I ever will. Until more characters come along. We have seen recently some characters that have the caveat of, like, whenever they use this ability, the damage of their ability cannot like the damage type of their ability cannot be changed um i believe ito has that and uh shogun has that so does she yeah i'm pretty sure that she has that as well so like those immutable um types like definitely help out so that way if you did activate that you know you basically override it which is nice um, but that is something to definitely be aware about because you can't take constellations off of characters. So if you kind of put that in and you don't know it, you're not necessarily screwed because there there is some cases where there's some benefit to it. Right. But the point is, is that with Bennett being an amazing, you know, mix and match character for any comp, um, you can end up actually screwing yourself over. So just be aware of, of that and really think hard before you put that consolation in because you don't get too much out of it anyways.
2: Yeah, and that's that was kind of my point. I wanted to make sure people know about because I didn't know about that until someone told me, and I am a person who hates the little red exclamation oh, point on me. my Oh, trust me, it eats
1: away at my soul every time I see it. <laughs> right, so...
2: I would probably be the first person to be like, oh, C6, boom. Like, any new character that would do that, I'd be screwed because if I got them to a constellation that I really didn't want them to be at because it it would, like, override any other elemental stuff after throwing down their burst or, or whatever it right, is, right, right. I, would, I would most likely just, yep, red exclamation point, that needs to go away. Yeah. And that would be the end of it. So I know at least newer players, especially if they're using Bennett and getting him at higher uh, constellations. Now, it's probably a little bit harder to get him at a higher constellation. I I agree as well, yeah. Right now. Um, So if you are looking to add Bennett to your team, um, I highly recommend that you do. And if you see him on the shop and you're not like a super uh, masterless star glitter spender, I would definitely recommend saving the 35 masterless star glitter and just buying him right off the shop with that because mm-hmm. the odds of you getting him now in like any banner are super low that's
1: true yeah unless he comes around as a secondary character in a banner yeah
2: correct and which i don't know if he has for a while yet
1: i think he said two runs as being a secondary character but i'm i don't remember 100 percent.
2: okay so i i would argue that that's not even a whole lot
1: yeah, I mean you're not you're not wrong about that. I was thinking more of um from my perspective of like you know, someone who's been playing like since the beginning. He was super right. easy to get early on. <laughs> so Right.
2: All right, we'll take a quick break and then when we come back, we'll talk about the mud event, do wish of the week and then wrap up. Yep. from our break and now we're going to talk a little bit about cleaning up the chasm have you cleaned up the chasm
1: i have been the janitorial staff of the the chasm yes nice (laughs) how how
2: good of a job have you been doing
1: i mean it's it's not a problem i have my thing maxed out right i maxed Mm -hmm. it out i was one of those people i don't know if you remember that maxed it out within 24 hours oh yeah Um, i do remember you mentioning that so yeah i it's easy like I, I I don't it's not difficult in the slightest bit for for me at least. so I don't know. It's honestly been a throwaway event so far. And I have a general rule of if they don't as far as like story is concerned, it's like fifty percent of the time if I actually pay attention to the story when it's not voiced. you know what I mean?
0: so when all the dialogue
1: is just text blocks without voice i'm like if it's not important enough for them to voice it it's probably not important enough for me
2: to read it you know what i mean i mean is it like a not like such a bad rule of thumb uh it's not really that important anyway so so prove your point surprise surprise yeah (laughs) um I was talking about it in the stream because I did do a portion of the event during the pull stream because I was just... I, those were Prima Gems that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. The one thing I did notice is that there was some continuity with, like, even the NPCs where one of them, like, started to cough and mentioned, like, oh, it's starting to affect me. Like, I've been down here for too long, which is, like, something that happened to uh, the sick girl in the uh, in the chasm. Yeah, And so I did appreciate that that like that continuity was there yeah i agree but it was it's really just geared towards you know the Priscina spike which you've already kind of seen in inazuma already Mm -hmm. i just i think i'm paying attention to it more because there's like uh researchers from the academia and sumaru uh, Sumaru, yeah so i'm paying attention to it way more than i probably would yeah part of my struggle is because i don't really play on keyboard mouse like, Mm -hmm. too much, so the controls just, like, are a little wonky for me. Right. And I'm a spammer because, like, like, I play a lot of MMOs, so I was just spamming the Z button Mm -hmm. when I wasn't close enough to, like, a ball of mud, and it would just drain. And then I'm looking (laughs) around, and I'm like, oh, wow, there are literally, like, no more resources for me to claim to like fill up this lumen stone adjuvant so i kind of got screwed yeah just i like the hot air balloon idea
1: the hot air balloon idea oh the wait no the hot air balloon idea what do you mean
2: yeah they add the hot air balloon into the chasm to like like you had to guide the hot air balloon
1: i maybe i haven't done that day yet is it when what date does that hit
2: it would have been today
1: oh yeah i haven't done that one yet
2: okay you'll spoilers. see spoilers no i'm just kidding. oh, yeah, I'm oh just god kidding. i'm so sorry
1: <laughs> well, i already know about the balloon oh no <laughs> uh
2: but it, it was just like a twist that i really wasn't expecting so that was cool although i did expect that part to be a little bit more challenging and then it ended up being like one of the easier ones but i will say like i found myself like scrambling to go back and forth to clear the mud like the mud comes back freaking quick
1: yeah it does i guess it's like what level is your is your thing at
2: it's maxed out
1: oh man then yeah i don't know (laughs) my thing's always like loaded and ready to grow granted i didn't do today so maybe today's is just like you know much worse you'll be fine oh yeah so yeah for me like these ones are are like the very low effort events where it's just like i don't know not not much of a of a challenge there with just a touch of story
2: um the i think the the biggest problem for me is that it's not challenging enough to the point where i can't brute force it and then i just found myself brute forcing it when either i didn't have any more of the light from the lumenstone adjuvant Mm -hmm. or i would brute force it when uh like a ball of mud was just, like, way too far for me to even bother to go clear. So, like, I would just brute force, like, defeat the enemies, and then I would be done because it you could, by all accounts, just defeat all the enemies as much as possible, especially if you're a whale. You could probably just completely ignore the mud. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you're doing so much damage, so in that aspect like I kind of thought oh well I'll just brute force it and then I got me thinking like well no the mud kind of doesn't even exist like they should have geared the the time limit on clearing the mud and the enemies
1: yeah because honestly like on my in my overworld comp right like I have both um shogun and ito on my team and I literally have them on there because I can beat you know anything and everything with one of those two alts, right? So, um, yeah, like I, I honestly would not have needed to clear out any mud to destroy anything. I, I don't clear out all the mud. I like if they're close by and convenient, I'll clear it. But other than that, yeah, you can easily, I think uh, I'm comfortable saying easily on this one, <laughs> brute force your way through it. I just miss like, I just want more events where it, it just takes a little more thought, right? Cause it's, it doesn't need to necessarily be difficult as far as like enemies are difficult as much as like more mazes or puzzles or things like that. You know what I mean?
2: The tower defense one is the one that.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, We mentioned that before. That one's still hands down easily. My favorite um, event that we've ever had. I wish that that was a, a mode where you could like, play against people on and stuff like that that would be amazing like one person plays the monster curator that like decides to send characters down one lane or the other right and then the other person's playing on the defense side i think that would be so much fun Um, that
2: actually would be really fun i'd be i'd be impressed if they brought if they brought that to the game like with the next event when they bring back theater mechanicus because yeah I didn't play Theater Mechanicus when it first came out, but I do know that they built on top of the previous one when the second t- the second time it came around.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did, and so things like that. That's another thing. It's just any multiplayer aspect, right? Like we do not have, like under. It's just so under service. It's crazy to me with multiplayer in Genshin. Like it, it is. I've never seen a game with more potential for amazing multiplayer um content in it than genshin but they just refuse to do it
2: and yeah i mean i, I would think that when wind trace is probably like the the only one that's like it,
1: Win trace and stealing um uh whatever you got resources from other people right like that's pretty much where multiplayer ends and starts in this game
2: Oh, that was a joke. Okay. I'm like, wait, hold on. There was a multiplayer event where you oh, stole no, resources. No, I'm no. so
1: confused. I mean, like literally <laughs> like, you know, hop, like whenever fishing happened. Right. And like, I was one of those people that hopped into a world. I didn't steal. I actually asked Um, like, Hey, can I, can I, I got down to the point where I would just say fish question mark and people would be like, yay or nay. Um, But like things like that, where you go raid people's worlds for, for resources. Um, but yeah, besides those two things, there's there's nothing there. But like, you know, even those, um, what do you call it? Like those uh, domains, not like the domains that we have just to farm stuff, but like the domains, like the single completion domains and stuff. Like if they made, if they expanded that and made like a really, really big badass one that you could run like once a week with your friends and have like some pretty epic drops... Like all of the framework is there, right? They just need to put it in. and I just don't know why they don't do it. been wondering yeah, I, that I, since I, launch.
2: I think I think they could easily do. I feel like it's more possible that they would do something like that where they did like a four man like dungeon mm-hmm. almost. Or like even like a two man dungeon, but like you bring two characters each, kind of like you do right now, like in co op, and then, right, you know, it would just scale, yeah, accordingly. And I think that that would be super cool because they have the puzzles. You're right; they have the puzzles. They have the domains. Just like have different levels, yeah, like, and then just do a big boss. Like, dude, just do one giant slime for a boss.
1: Exactly, like. Honestly, if you could bring in something like that, just have us go through, like, what feels like, you know, a little bit of a raid, um, you know, uh, whatever you call them, in, like, a WoW and stuff. What are they called? Instance. They're, like, the instances. They're, yeah, they're yeah, instances. Yeah, yeah. You bring them through the instances. Um, yeah, you just kind of go through, like, a thing with, like, it's a little bit of puzzles and a little bit of this and that, you know, like, almost kind of like a Destiny kind of thing as well. They do it well um, to an extreme, I'd say, but even a light version of that. And then, yeah, we just have some epic boss at the end that just takes like a little bit of strategy, a little bit of puzzle to complete as well, just to make it fun. Oh, it'd be beautiful. And it's just, we have the framework. They have the multiplayer put in place, right? They have good servers. So, you know, it can sustain things like that. They have the concept for the characters where you can take X amount in depending on how many characters or other players you have with you, right? Um, If they could do that and expand upon it and, so easily
2: but it just it kills me that they don't yeah i i it would be awesome for them to just even manipulate the like even if they put artifacts in there or put like crowns of insight in there or increase the drop rate for the goblets to have like crit damage and crit rate as the main stat or like you know what i mean like anything like that would be insane yeah so good I, i mean
1: basically just like combine the rewards that you get um at one of the you know the big bosses combine like you know three or four of them like as if you did three or four runs of them and put it on this boss like i really don't care it's not as much about the rewards for me as much as just the fun playability with your buddies you know yeah so yeah, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully they'll eventually do it, but at this point, if we haven't seen it so far, I don't know.
2: <laughs> you say that, but at the same time, it feels like a lot, but man, do they milk the content.
1: I mean, they really do. You you think that they just like really slow play it so it might still come?
2: Oh, yeah, I mean like it's, and It's possible. M- I'm doing it. I'm doing it again. I'm going to bring up Pokémon. You know, <laughs> like behind like, the Pokemon company is in terms of, like, features of a game, like, Mm -hmm. Scarlet and Violet, which are Pokemon games that are being released, like, this coming fall, Mm -hmm. are the very first time that the Pokemon company is using, quote-unquote, open world as, like, a feature of their game, so, like, they are way far behind in the times, but... They are literally the top grossing brand, like, in the world. Yeah. Like, and that's a fact. I'm not just like pulling that oh, no, like I, out of my ass or anything. I didn't
1: know that, but I believe it easily. So
2: Yeah. So it just goes to show like it just because you don't have a feature in your game doesn't mean like your game's not gonna do well. Same way that I feel like if they'll do it when they're ready, and I feel like they they know what they're doing. I just hope that I just I just want it now. I think that's the problem. Well, I
1: think I think part of it is just that like you will never have more or like a bigger insurgence of players as you will at the beginning, like whenever you launch. And and I really feel like that was and not to mention player drop off is another thing. Like if you don't have good end game content, your player drop off is huge, right? Particularly after launch and so by them literally not having just even one mild feature just to show that that they're willing to do it and that more will potentially come down the line if they just would have had something like that just to show you that this is there we have the possibility i think so not that they're you know struggling for a player base but i think that the player base would be even more huge right would have had even more downloads on initial day um, or within the first like month I should say and uh, retention would have been way higher guaranteed so because they missed that I'm not saying that it's you know that they're gonna do bad and that they you know didn't do it right because whatever they're doing works apparently right but I just think it definitely could have been handled better still can be handled better and hopefully you know in my opinion they get their ass in gear and get something like that going because people will come back in droves i think if if uh they manage to do something compelling for multiplayer
2: yeah and i think that you know it was probably when like inazuma came out that i feel like the the player base was probably like at its highest like post-launch yes i would agree with and, that and and those numbers can, you can argue that those numbers kind of just correlate directly into the banner sales. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shogun and Kokomi banner has been like top banner for like a while, as far as highest amount of money spent in like literally just like the iOS market.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that, um, you know, it also came around the exact same time as the anniversary, you know, the two things that bring, Uh, players back big content drops in anniversaries right yep so those two things coinciding like it definitely had a huge uptick um in player base for sure whenever that happened but it's been a while now and i'm sure it's died back down i'm sure we're gonna have another resurgence in um for uh the next one but yeah we'll have to see
2: yeah yeah and i i i would very much agree with you to the point where you you know you mentioned that you know we have a, a big drop off of player base and it was probably really apparent during the extension of uh Ayaka's banner and that little that short content drop because I mean like obviously, you know, I know China was going through something harsh. Right. I'm very ill informed right now of the situation, like mm-hmm. how it is currently, but you know, with with that whole drought, you know, one of the biggest things I saw people say was, you know, if, if they weren't telling people who were like, oh, well, what do I do now? If they weren't telling that person to level 90 all their characters, mm-hmm. then they were telling them to go play another game. So, yeah. most likely, they're going to go play another game. And I'm I'm just wondering, like, you know, to, to your point, you know, during the next anniversary event, whether that is when 3.0 drops or when 3.0 drops you know that would be a opportune the most opportune time to you know release another end game feature like yeah. doing a four man like domain yeah I've... with like multiple bosses through it like i feel like if anything that alone during that time that resurgence period like you said whether it's a new big content patch like 3.0 or the anniversary event that gets players coming back that would be huge for the game. And I feel like, again, just like that Raiden Shogun Kokomi banner mm-hmm. and that Inazuma content drop, it would do the same thing, yeah. if not better.
1: Uh, yeah, I would think even better, uh, for sure, because that's, that's the thing that's been most lacking in this game and, and very apparently lacking in this game. So, yeah. But it's like, I mean, it's been a struggle for me. I mean, like, I was one of the initial players, like, I got in and launched and And then I quit for a bit um, before uh, Dragonspine came out, right? Mm -hmm. So like I fell off too, or right as Dragonspine came out, I think is whenever I stopped playing originally. And you know I'll go out like a week or two on occasion still, because just there's so much drought and so lack of an end game. But the point is, I mean, like it's good enough that like I'll always keep coming back for it. And luckily, I love the story so much that I could never forget it. So, yeah, but it definitely would just go a long way just to have a little extra multiplayer. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, yeah, I agree. That, that's it for my, my spiel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, wish of the week. You doing another ten pull?
1: No, not doing another ten pull. <laughs> uh, next, next banner, I will be doing a ten pull on it for sure. Um, Cool. This one, it is going to be a single. So, let's see. You want to
2: go, you went first last time. Oh, no, I went first last time. You just had an insane pull.
1: Yeah, if you want to go first now, just because mine's loading up, you can if you
2: have Uh. Yep. Give me one sec. So, I'm pretty sure, actually, let me look at my history real quick. Mm -hmm. Six, seven, eight. Oh, okay, so I'm either due for a four star right now, or it'll be my next pull, so it it could be this one, but we'll see. So here I believe go. in you. No four star, another three star. My wish of the week pulls are bad. Dang. Oh, uh, believe it or not, is literally the same pool that I had last week. The slingshot. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of so poetic, s- I guess.
1: <laughs> I don't care about poetic. <laughs> Well, I mean like overall your luck today has been fantastic, so I wouldn't hate on anything too much. Um mine is finishing loading the screen and then I'll I'll be able to pull.
2: Yep. Here we go. I'm dropping uh like furnishings off in every room in my house just so I can maybe potentially do another pull.
1: <laughs> All right, well here's mine. Uh ah, it's 3 star. Or I mean uh, it's a blue rather, yeah. Uh, yep. Blood-tainted greatsword. Oh. Yippee!
2: Uh, weapon experience material. Yay! Nothing will, like, ever beat the first one or two that we did.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, like, the only reason why I got something... I mean, granted, it was fantastic, but it was because it was a (laughs) tenfold. We're hard-pressed to get something good on a single.
2: It'll happen, and when it does, it'll be... We might as well just, yeah...
1: I, I will pull another 10 just because I'm going to be pulling so much. I might as well. I will pull another 10 um, on the next banner for sure.
2: Sweet. But yeah, I think that's All right. It. Yep. That's the end of our show this week. Uh, hopefully we hear something this next week about a live stream or actually see it um, on Friday. And then we would probably cover it like the day after. So Yeah, definitely. Hopefully we see that soon. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of fun building Mona this week. (laughs) I think next week we will talk about Kuki's Hangout and what we thought about that. And I think that's about it. Pharaoh, where can they find you?
1: Uh, Yeah, so make sure to check us out on discord.me forward slash the directive. We have uh, uh, Diablo Immortal uh, content that we do there, and we also have Dislike content that we do there. So check that out. Lots of fun. We have uh, clans or clubs in both. Um, So feel free to join in. And, yeah, that's pretty much it.
2: Sweet deal. If you want to get a hold of the show, we are on Twitter at HoyoCast. Or you could also join our Discord. We will have a Discord.me for the next episode. (laughs) Uh, But for right now, we do have a Discord link in the episode description below. So you can check that out. Come join uh, join the party. Uh, we got a lot of good luck in there. Clearly if you are in our Discord and you have good luck because I haven't had it till I made the Discord and here we go. <laughs> I got Ito at C two and I finally got my the only five star character that I've actually wanted besides Ganyu. So True that. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Hopefully we have a little bit more as far as two point eight news, uh, because I'm sure we're gonna see Haiju with that uh with that update, so um, and he looks like a pretty neat character. So, hopefully, we get some info on him. Mm-hmm. Other than that, have a very good week. And we'll talk to you guys in seven days.